it's possible. It's doable. A lot of times I see, even now, like a lot of single moms reach out to me, talk to me, all this. And people feel like it's a budgeting problem or, oh, she's not budgeting her money. No, boo, it's not a budgeting problem. It's an income problem. We can find excuses to not do anything. But what about when you feel like there's no option? Like life is telling you something has to be different. What if your circumstances and society say things may be just a little bit harder for you? Well, my guest on the show today, Nikisha Wynn, family lifestyle influencer, YouTuber, and founder of the Single Mom Success Tour, she would get focused on what needs to be achieved and make it happen. Period. End of story. No other option. Nikisha, with a degree in public relations and a background in financial services, she left corporate America and her journey began. She helps moms make money with remote work and build online brands with video. Through her work, she's empowered many women to pursue their dreams in and outside of motherhood. She has become the voice of single parenting, telecommuting, and money after marriage. Oh, get excited with me to get into this conversation with Nikisha after the theme song. So the big question is this, how do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career, take control of our time and get paid for two things, doing what excites us and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible. That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears, and welcome to Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. Oh, I am really excited for my conversation today. I have with me on the show, Nakisha Wynn. Nakisha, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here today. <laughs> Now, Nikisha, and, and we were just talking before the show, um, I'm constantly meeting people on social media. And Nikisha was one of those people. And as I looked at, at what you were doing and had going on and the fact that you help women and mothers, I was just instantly attracted. And so I said, oh, I need to get her on the show. I need to get her on the show. So, so I'm glad that you're here. I'm excited. Now, now, Nikisha, you have, you've got a bit of an interesting twist and turn in your story. So you started off in corporate America, then, mm -hmm, then you went into teaching pre-K and then you moved into the blogger influencer space. So just tell me, first off, what prompted you to move from corporate America into teaching pre-K? <laughs> um, the funny thing is I enjoyed corporate, to be honest, but it was an unfortunate situation at my child's daycare center that caused me to leave. Um, I walked in on my child. Um, she she could have had something very seriously happen to her. And that event totally freaked me out and I couldn't come back for it from it. So my, it was a, when my baby was a baby, um, I walked in on a daycare and she was completely wrapped up. It was just tragic. I don't even like talking about it, but I couldn't come back from the visual of possibly having lost my child at a daycare center. And so when I thought about it, no job or check or anything was worth that, you know, was worth yeah. me 
losing the child or even losing the time um, with my child. I'm a single parent. And so I, I, I was all they had. And so when I just thought about it and reflected on it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take a huge risk and jump out there and do something different. So I took her out of that daycare. I gave my two weeks notice and I stayed home with my kids for about a year. Wow. Wow. That is now I, you know, one mom to another, like I can feel every bit. I don't know all the details of what happened, but I can feel and just how you are saying it. It is at times, you know, as mothers, like our, our children are so important. And, yes. and when we see those things or potentially even have the feeling that something isn't Ooh. right. Oh, oh my God. I'm I, telling you. Oh my God. Just, just imagine as a mother, I'm getting chills thinking about it. Just imagine as a mother, when you see the horrific stories that happen on the news or you hear them on the radio or see them on social media, how as a mom, you feel like, oh my God, that is terrible. Why didn't the mom do this? Why, why didn't she do that? Or we have all these what ifs, could ifs, and all this stuff. In that moment, I just... I just couldn't imagine having been somebody's headline and making a decision for on a based on a job right. to leave my child in a neglectful situation. I just couldn't do it. And it took me a very long time to kind of get over it, to be honest. It really did. Wow. That is that is super powerful. Here is a here is a quick lesson moment for everyone who is yeah. listening, right? Know your priorities. Absolutely. Absolutely know your priorities and know what is important. Wow. So with that, Nikisha, so you left to be at home and you decided to stay at home for good reason. Did you did you have a plan? Did you know? I mean, girl, there was no plan. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, The only thing I could think of at the time is I had two infant. So my twins were about five months. I think they were five or six months. And then I had a one-year-old as well. So I had three little ones. Um, and the only thing I thought of was like, you know what, it's, this is just not worth it for me. Um, and so I decided to stay at home with them for about a year. Um, and at that year point, it was like, okay, girl, you done cleaned out your savings. You have drawn money from places you shouldn't have withdrawn money. And I was just like, okay, what can I do to kind of replace some of that savings and, you know, just get some money coming in? You know, thank God I saved a lot when I was young and had a really good job at a young age. And so I was able to do that. But I was like, you know, I'm tired of sitting in this house and what can I do though? But it needs to be something where I can still be really close to my kids and see them. And so one day I literally girl just happened to be riding by this daycare center and they had a sign out and I I stopped in and I just was like, okay, let me go over here. Um, And I went in and I happened to start having a conversation with the director um, and she literally hired me on the spot. She allowed my children to come there free of charge. And I worked in a classroom teaching pre-K. Mind you, I didn't have any experience working with children in that capacity. I mean, aside from working in my church daycare, Mm -hmm. Um, but she hired me. Um, She was an African-American woman and we just had some really good conversation in that impromptu interview. And she hired me on the spot, allowed my kids to come. And 
I loved it there to be, I loved it. Like I truly loved what I did, just preparing these kids for kindergarten. I was able to walk to my children's classroom. Uh I could check a teacher um, if she, (laughs) (laughs) right, all within reach. (laughs) Yes, it was all within reach. So girl, yeah, that's how I got there. It was literally, there was no plan. It literally all just happened and I found myself teaching pre-K. Wow. Wow. And all from stepping out for your conviction, for your priority, for your children, getting into that. I love that. So now from from teaching pre-K to now where you are today as a successful blogger and influencer, what, what, what got you there? Okay, so when I was at the daycare, obviously, this is not rocket science, it was a drastic pay cut um, from what I was used to being in um, investment banking. Um, And so I was like, okay, I got to do something. What can I do, you know, to supplement this income? Because this is not um, enough income. What this is, is it makes me feel good as a mom, being able to be so close with my um, kids and being able to care for other people's kids while they're out at work doing what they need to do, you know, knowing that they can come back and their kids are going to be safe with me, right? Um, And so I decided to start um, telecommuting at night. So I would work my job. I would get off like three o'clock, something like that, spend a couple hours with my kids. And once they went to sleep at night at like eight, nine o'clock, I would get on the phone and start taking phone calls for for a large retailer. And I would do that till like 2 a.m. in the morning, get back up, go back to the daycare the next day. And so I was like, you know what? Okay, this is working out good. I think I want to start getting on the internet and talking about my situation because people oftentimes put single mothers in this box that they make them believe that they cannot get out of. And so I was kind of tired of that narrative, to be honest. Um So I decided to just start sharing my story and get online and connect with other people in my situation. And I slowly started the blog and I was telecommuting at night and I was still working the daycare during the day. Wow. So that's like the beginning of how I got started in doing the blog. I just started very casually. Wow. But the hustle was so real for you, though. I'm just. (laughs) Girl. That is so awesome to hear. Has you because while you were um, at the daycare, you had your children, of course, was doing the telecommuting. All this time, you were still a single parent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This entire, I'm still, still a single parent. Yeah. So this entire time I'm still a single parent out here trying to make it work, but refused to, to be taped inside of a box that I can't, you know, be a great mom and still live the life that I want to live. Obviously it took me a couple of years of sacrifice, you know, to get to where I ultimately want it to be, but it's possible. It's doable. A lot of times I see even now, like a lot of single moms reach out to me, talk to me, all this. And people 
feel like it's a budgeting problem or, oh, she's not budgeting her money. No, boo, it's not a budgeting problem. It's an income problem, you know? And I feel like if more moms, especially moms in my situation, were made privy of this beautiful thing called multiple streams of income, they could better their circumstances. They could possibly be at home with their kids and not have to be forced to shove them into a daycare because they feel they don't have other options. Yes, I feel like you are preaching at all everywhere because it's, it's true and it's, sometimes it's the things that you don't know I can't tell you so I am yep a mother of three I'm a married mother of three so I I understand what it is to have that support in fact you know from a corporate America standpoint which I'm still in corporate America making my my exit here soon but uh, as a mom and a married mom in corporate America for my children growing up. So our children didn't really see daycare either, but that's because my husband was there and he was there and he was the stay at home dad and that type of thing. And it always, it's, it's always, I want to say slightly upsetting to me sometimes when I hear those that are in single mother situations. And I understand you may not have a spouse that can help you, but that's not an excuse to say, oh, well. And I think that that you're a, a fabulous example of that. So yes, that is- yes. Oh, I, I refuse to be put in anybody's box or I refuse to succumb to the pity of I don't have a spouse because to for me, that's not what any of this is about. That's my relationship status. And that should have nothing to do with my happiness. You know, I want to be available, actively raising my children, picking them up, making dinner. That's what I choose to do. And I know a lot of parents who feel like they don't have options, you know, simply because of lack of knowledge. They don't feel they have options. Listen, it wasn't glamorous or as glamorous to be teaching pre-K during the day, telecommuting at night, doing other side hustles. A lot of people know me from doing shipped. Um, I did a lot of training stuff with them. I, listen, I I feel like, listen, $60,000 is $60,000. No matter if I go and sit at somebody's desk and do it, do it during the day, or if I have to do multiple things around my children's schedule to get the $60,000. Right, okay. Right. It's the same kind of money. I just chose to do it differently, you know, and I'm obviously just using 60,000 as an example, but Listen, for me, it's by any means necessary. I'm going to live the life I want. I'm going to build the business that I want. And my kids will live the life that I want them to have. Period. Man or not. I am. I am right there with you. Build, Build what it is that you want and figure out how to make it happen. I love it. So now, Nikisha, with you being in the content business, you're an entrepreneur. What has been the biggest challenge that you've faced as an entrepreneur? To be honest with you, it is on myself. Honestly, it is having that imposter syndrome or feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing all the things that all the gurus are saying I'm supposed to be doing. Am I marketing myself correctly? Am I doing this correctly? So honestly, it is staying out of your own head. And while I 
talk about this a lot. What people don't know is I talk about this a lot to keep myself on track, okay? There are a lot of people out here doing very similar things to me, and it can be very hard to kind of just keep your blinders on and stay with tunnel vision on your vision, you know, because it's like you see something like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, maybe I could do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're saying that I should probably start this. Oh, maybe I should do that. So honestly, the hardest thing is staying encouraged, keeping yourself encouraged, keeping yourself motivated, staying on task with your purpose and your plans and not getting distracted by all of the shiny objects. Oh my gosh. You know, before, Nikisha, before we logged in to do this interview... I was in the other room and I kid you not, I was on my phone and I was looking at my emails and I had at least four or five different email lists that I was subscribed to, but it was so noisy. It was so much of like, oh, you could do this or do this with your Facebook ads or do do this or do that. And I was like, okay, um, unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. I need to focus (laughs) right now. That's right. So I yep. completely agree with you. And it's so funny that that activity just happened before we got on this interview. Wow. Yeah, it's, it, it can be a struggle, man. It really can mm-hmm. be. So now tell me, you told me about the biggest challenge. Tell me about the biggest joy. You know what? The biggest joy is being able to create something of my own on my own terms, you know, being able to do this, how I want to do this without anybody telling me, oh, you got to do this by this time. And it has to be like this, just allowing, having an outlet for me to be creative and express myself and say what I want to say. Let me tell you a quick little funny story. Before I left the, um, the childcare center, right? Me and my boss, we were really, really cool. Like, really cool. We're really good. And one of her partners came in one day because we had an issue with Nikisha in Nikisha's mouth, right? (laughs) Because sometimes Nikisha can be very direct and to the point, especially coming out of that corporate environment that I had come out of. And one of the girls that I worked with just wasn't used to that. And she was a very sensitive um, person. And so You know, she kind of went up there like, oh, Nikisha did this all crying, whatever. And so one of the partners had to come in to talk to me because obviously my boss couldn't do it because, yeah, they just felt like she wouldn't talk to me properly. And so do you know the gentleman, he was going on and he was saying, sometimes we have to listen to ourselves and, oh, you know, we say things in a way and it it can come off. And he, do you know what he told me to do? He was like, you should record yourself and listen to it back to see how, I said, do you know what? I actually already do that. And it was that criticism that he gave me, to be honest, it was that criticism that he gave me that prompted me to jump out and do YouTube. Because I'm a lot streamer. I came from a, the live streaming world. I started on Periscope every night. I had a single mom chat wow. and we would get on there and we would talk. Yeah. Right. And so it was him giving me that simple critique that made me say, you know what? I don't know why, girl, but it was like, you know what? You need to focus on video. And when I tell you video has been the thing to explode my business for me, and I always go back to that, like, wow, his simple critique where supposedly I was in trouble. (laughs) 
it's amazing how those those, those little things, whether it's something somebody somebody said or congratulate you on, criticize you on, or whatever, that leads yeah. to okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> so I just always think that it's so funny, and I just love that I get to take all the amazing things about myself and all of the not so amazing things um, about myself. Like, you know, I can go on tangents like I just did. You know, I think it's amazing that I can take all those things about myself and lean into them and own them and truly be who I am. And people on the internet are drawn to that because it's relatable and they see themselves in that and that I can make money off of my flaws. Girl, yes, girl. I love it. Making that money, doing you and serving others. I love it. Yes. I love it. So tell me, Nikisha, with you do take a focus on remote work as well as brand building um, too, but you take a focus on remote work. What What are some tips or anything that you may have for those that are listening on having a successful remote work career? Um, I think that you first have to focus on what exactly is that you want to do. Um, the reason why I I focus on rem- remote work because I think it's a great start for people that may want to eventually do a business on their own because it allows you to get in the habit of being consistent and being on a schedule and having discipline because that can be one of the hardest things when you do finally start that business. And so I think you have to first know exactly what you want to do. So there are several things that you can do. For me, luckily, once I end up leaving the child care center, I had the opportunity to do work for an old Ooh. employer that I actually worked for. Um, and so going to your current employer, to the human resources department, and seeing if they offer work at home positions is a really amazing way um, to kind of start that remote work journey. I have people that have gone to their employer and they've actually set up an office in their home and been able to stay with their exact same employer and do very similar work than that they were doing. So I think starting where you are, you know, start at the company that you're at or in the field similar to what you're doing is a great awesome. way to and that start. Is, that is super actionable and within reach, it's, especially if you're, you know, you're already in something and you want to make that time to get closer yeah. or what have you. I love that. Cool. Now I've got to ask you this before. I'm sure there's plenty of people wondering, okay, where can I hear more from Akisha? Where can I find her? Where can I find her? So before that happens, I've got to ask you this question and I want to hear your answer. Um, I get asked this one a lot and I bet, oh, I for sure bet you get asked this question. (laughs) And that question (laughs) is, how do you do it all? You have four children. You are a single mother. You are a business owner. How do you do it all? I have just decided that's the first step. You got to decide that this is what you want. Okay, you have to decide that, listen, I want to work from home. I want to be available for my kids. I want to run this business. I w- you just have to decide that you're committed to the lifestyle. That's simply the bottom line. Just like we decide to go spend our money on unnecessary things or we decide to be with somebody that's not good for us and all that other stuff. You have to simply just decide this is what you want. And so that's what I have done. My business is a priority in my life 
period, and point blank. It is a family affair. I make my kids a part of it. Girl, you're going to get over here. You're going to snap some of these pictures. You're going to snap some of these you're going to smile for this picture. You're going to pack up some stuff. This is going to be a family affair. Okay. So I make my kids a part of it. They know that this is what mommy wants to do. They know the long-term vision, the long-term goal. And I just basically have decided this is the life that I want. This is the life I'm going to pursue. And I'm going to get up every single day, just as I did with that nine to five. And I'm mm-hmm. going to make it happen. Girl, I am right there with you. I, I, um, I was I was just yep. doing an interview as a guest on a podcast yesterday or the day before yesterday. And uh, that question came up about kids and balancing kids. And uh, for me, marriage as well on the entrepreneurship path. And when it came to kids, like you talk about, girl, get over here and take this picture. Like <laughs> there is definitely like a you kind of you you find a way you incorporate them in. They become a part of the business. And and the thing, I don't know about you, but the thing that I love is I want to be raising young entrepreneurs. Say that. And so so like when we take our time to involve them in the pictures or, you know, have them interviewed on the podcast, whatever it is that we do, like they see that in us and that makes me smile. Yes. And I love it. Um, when my son's friends, they even like, Oh, your mom. And they think I'm like so low key famous or something. I don't know. But he like brags about me to his friends. And then just the greatest thing happened this week. And he came to me and he's like, mom, I want to um, sell some of these things right here on eBay. Girl, I almost lost it. I almost cry. I am so serious because He hears me talking about um, reselling and listening to Gary Vee. And I've had him listening to Gary Vee and watching. So me and my son are about to work on a series for the channel on teaching your teenagers how to make money through flipping. Girl, I am so excited about this. Girl, it's just, it's everything. And you're right. It's like when you bring them in, because my son is my photographer. You, they just see it all, and they it, it soaks oh. into their blood. And girl, oh girl, I'm no, sorry. I get me and you are the that. same person in that respect. That's why I'm, I'm listening to you, and I'm getting excited about it too. Like that, <laughs> it really is. Awesome. It's awesome and a and a blessing all all at the same time. So now, Nikisha, if people want to hear more from you and, you know, to hear more about what you offer, even in helping them on the remote work journey, I know you do some stuff with YouTube from a business perspective. Where can they learn more? Yes. Um, you can learn more about me at NikishaWynn.com and you can find me at NikishaWynn everywhere on social because I believe that people got to know how to find you in order to pay you. And I want you to be able to pay me, okay? You can find me at NikishaWynn everywhere. I have a lot of amazing things coming next year. Something I'm big that I'm really working on for the remote work part of it. Um, that'll be coming next year. Right now, if you're interested in starting um, a business and you're looking to add video into your marketing strategy, um, I have a course called YouTube with Intention where I show you how to start and grow a YouTube channel and have um, leads on autopilot coming from YouTube, which is the second largest search engine. Um, YouTube has been 
instrumental for me. It's been amazing. Um, and so if, you, if you're interested in that, you can find that at youtubewithintention.com. Awesome. And listeners, I will make sure that we get Nikisha's information in the show notes at candacebeers.com. So you will not have to worry. You can go to candacebeers.com. Find the show notes for this episode and get all of Nikisha's contact details as well. So Nikisha, this has been a fantastic conversation and I'm so happy that you came on the show. <laughs> um, I love it. I love all right. It. I love so it. listeners, you have heard a ton today and you know what I say, take what you have heard and don't just hold on to it. Take some action. So I hope. I hope that you have a fantastic day, a fantastic evening, whenever you're listening. And I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Enjoy what you're hearing on this podcast? Well, if you do, I need you to do me a huge favor. Go over to Apple Podcast, look for Ambition, Honey, and Hustle, and leave me a rating and a written review. That would be so awesome. And you don't know how much that helps other listeners just like you find us. So go ahead, leave the rating and review. I'll wait or not. I'll trust that you'll go and do it. And I thank you very much in advance.